You're listening to Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim, Season 1, Episode 6, titled Cold Storage. Story and music by Jason Nitsch. Enjoy the show. It's finally time. If it's today and the time is right now, then it's time for another episode of Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim. Deep within the bowels of Station Hotel Tango was Deck Level 4. Few station personnel ever ventured this far below the working decks. Most worked on Level 6, where the command stations were and above. Everything below was maintenance, storage, and the many ship systems which kept the station in a steady orbit, full of oxygen and brightly lit. The normally quiet and deserted Deck 4, however, was about to get busier. I counted the neatly stacked rows of supply boxes for what felt like the hundredth time. I knew that there were the same number here as there was yesterday, but I counted them anyway. Procedures. I knew this because none of the boxes had been accessed in the last 24 hours. In fact, this entire room hadn't been accessed in more than six weeks by anyone but me. It would be a real miracle if the supply count suddenly changed today. It wasn't going to. It didn't. I finished up my daily routine of documenting all the station supply stores once again a daily activity for me, sealed up the compartment, and moved on to the next. Each compartment on this level was climate-controlled. Food stores were mostly kept in deep freeze until needed. Every compartment held roughly a six-month supply of food for the on-station crew and lab researchers. There were 24 storage compartments on level four, and it had only been eight months since our most recent resupply, so 22 of them were fully occupied and required inspection. My job was to inventory them every week. Months of supplies double and triple checked every week. I suppose on some level I thought it was silly, a bit of overkill, but these supplies kept us fed, warm and clean. If anything were to happen to them, we would need to know ASAP. So I went about my work with the same focus and determination as I always did. A job worth doing was a job worth doing right. Some people would have let the monotony get to them. Me? I liked order and routine, so I didn't mind. 
In fact, I found comfort in the stability and predictability of my job. Also, I wasn't much of a people person, so... When you're on a station with hundreds of other people with limited places that you can all go, having a job that required isolation on most days was just perfect for me. Leave me with my numbers, my checklists, and rows and rows of neatly stacked, meticulously organized, and 100% accounted for storage boxes. The monotony of this typical day was about to get a little bit more interesting as a call comes in from the control center. What could they possibly want down here? And what would that mean for our supply clerk? The comm buzzed back at my console and I raised an eyebrow as I listened for a moment to the steady pulse of the indicator sounding back in the main access corridor. This wasn't something that happened every day. Who would possibly be calling down here? I made my way, not in a hurry, there are no storage emergencies, back to my console and activated the comms. Hello? Level 4 cold storage, Smith here. Smith, this is Central Control. We've had a lab accident and there are several bodies we need to store indefinitely. Is there a space down in your area that could accommodate this request? Bodies? What happened? That's not important. What is important is that we have the means to store them. Now are you able to accommodate our request or not? How many are there? Four in total. We can store them in compartment one. It's empty at the moment and will remain that way until our next resupply, which is quite a ways down the road. Very good. You should expect arrival to take custody in the next hour. Control out. Well, that was something. It isn't every day, or any day, that Central Command comes calling. Dead bodies, though. What in the world happened up there? As Smith pondered the unusual request he has received, elsewhere on the station, the bodies were being prepared for transport into cold storage. I walked down to compartment one, now empty of all its supplies, and opened up the huge cargo doors. No matter how many times I saw it, there was really nothing more stunning than seeing this massive space totally empty can't even really see the far side of the wall in the darkness, but I guess it's still out there, lurking, just out of sight. Honestly, these empty modules always creeped me out. I was much more comfortable seeing them stuffed from floor to ceiling with boxes all stacked in neat rows. I hit the toggle to the overhead lights. I'm not sure why. It's not like the deceased needed to look around. Then I went back to inventory while I waited for my special delivery to arrive. An hour turned into almost two hours when I finally heard the bell ring and the familiar sound of the cargo elevator doors begrudgingly sliding open. I stepped out of compartment 10 to see several lab personnel pushing four gurneys covered in sheets. The 
never seen a dead body before, but this was how it always looked in the movies. I halfway expected to see a toe tag sticking out from the far end of each one, but there wasn't anything to see there. Howdy, folks. I've been expecting you. Are you Smith? We were told to look for a guy named Smith down here. That's me. I'm the only one down here most of the time. Just the occasional lost visitor and the odd supply delivery. Yeah, do we have a delivery for you all right? Can we get these bodies into cold storage before they start to stink? Of course, follow me. We're going to store them in compartment one. It's been empty for a while now and we should be able to leave them there undisturbed for quite a while if we need to. Yeah, great. Whatever works for you. We all made our way down to the open compartment and I watched as they rolled the bodies inside. I don't know why, but already I felt uneasy about them being there. Maybe I was just being paranoid, but it was weird. I was ready to get this compartment closed up, sealed, and be back to my job today. There you go. Thanks for your help. I would guess that they'll call down when they are ready to dispose of them. Do you know what happened? Not really. All I heard is that there was some kind of accident last night and they've got an entire sector of the lab sealed off up there. Who knows? Wow. Okay then. You fellas have a good one. Roger that. I watched as they stepped back into the elevator. I watched the doors close. I heard them depart back to the upper and warmer levels of the station. As the lab personnel depart, Smith hopes that his excitement is over for the day and that he can return to his duties. But will he be able to? I hadn't even had a chance to turn back to the open compartment when I heard a tormented vile sound from behind me. I spun around to see in my own amazement that one of the bodies was writhing around, struggling against the straps that secured it in the place. I cued my cop. Central, this is uh, Smith down on level four. One of these guys you wheel down here is still alive. Send medical ASAP. Smith, what? Are you sure? That's not possible. They've been dead for hours. I'm telling you, one of them is moving around and making noise. Sounds like he's in incredible pain. Get down here now. then that I reached the door to the compartment, and the previously believed to be dead body snapped its restraints and was on its feet, moving towards me, much faster than anyone dead or alive should be able to move. I screamed, turned, ran, dropping my comlink in the panic. I flung the one side of the door shut in a vain attempt to slow him. It 
whoever down. But I don't think it made much of a difference. My only thought was to get help, and for that I needed a link to Central Command. So while I probably should have turned for the elevator or the stairs, I turned back deeper into the storage level towards my console. Somehow I managed to get to my station ahead of them. I grabbed the mic as fast as I could. Central, this is level four. Emergency, send help. At that moment, a very strong hand grabbed my shoulder and pulled me back so violently I was hurled across the corridor into the wall. I stood there dumbfounded for a moment, not disconnected microphone dangling in my hand while it and I stared each other down. I couldn't tell, but it almost seemed like it was trying to communicate with me, make contact somehow. Despite all appearances to the contrary, maybe there was something human left in there after all. Just as I was starting to calm down, I heard a noise from beside me. First one direction, and then the next. It was then that I realized what had happened. It wasn't trying to communicate or make friends. It was waiting. Now that the rest of the undead group had caught up to us, I was surrounded. One of them let out a horrifying scream and I felt all sides close in on me. My last conscious thought was hearing the door to the cargo elevator open on the far side of the storage level. They couldn't see what was happening way down here yet, but I guarantee they could hear it. Good luck, fellas. Hope you brought the heavy artillery. Would the security team be able to handle the situation? Would the demonic outbreak be contained to the storage level? What madness was afoot that caused such a thing? What was to happen to the rest of the station? Does Smith's gruesome demise spell trouble for the rest of the station? We may never know. That's it for this week. Don't forget to join us next time for another exciting adventure on Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim.
Hello, Belters. You've been listening to Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim. I'm series creator Jason Nitch, and I want to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, please click the link to become a patron of our show and join us on Patreon. Or go to my website at www.jasonnitch.com slash next episode to find out how you can help keep the stories from the outer rim coming. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Jason Nitch and visit beyondthebeltpodcast.com for all the latest information about the series. Thanks again for listening and see you next time on Beyond the Belt, Adventures from the Outer Rim.